Today's reading is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. I imagine I'm not alone to say that this is one of my favorite psalms. This is the psalm that was read in the National Cathedral after 9-11. This is a psalm that came to me after a friend of mine was murdered. As we talked about this in Bible study this week, Kirsten shared that this was a psalm that was meaningful to her in law school and also after the death of her father. This is a psalm that feels especially or um, potent after a natural disaster of some sort. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. I think part of why we like this psalm is it's so visceral, it feels so true, because we experience natural disasters as part of living in this world. Before we had words for things like climate crisis and this idea that we're actually losing entire islands in our world because of rising waters, there are these words. The waters roar and foam. The mountains fall into the heart of the sea. The mountains quake, something we're familiar with here in California. <laughs> we feel sometimes at the mercy of our world, of what happens in it. But this psalm not only names natural disasters, it also names civil unrest. Nations roar, kingdoms crumble. We had a lot of roaring this week on our television sets as we watched the impeachment hearings. So we feel often that we're at loose ends 
There's things we can't control in creation in the world. There's things that we can't control in the large workings of governments. And yet, there is a river whose streams may glad the city of God. This psalm is a psalm of Zion. It was, it was written out of the people of Israel celebrating what is the city of Jerusalem, what is this, their city and the place in which they placed their hope at the time. One thing I love learning about this psalm is that it pulls together three different names of God. Elohim, which is the kind of early tribal God of the Hebrew tribes. Yahweh, the God of Israel, of kind of a later period of Israel's history. What is the God who was in the Holy of Holies of the temple where the Ark of the Covenant resided. And Elion, which is God Most High, the God who was over all the nations. So you have in this the sense of the early God of this small tribal group of people, the God of a, a small nation, and the God of the universe. And all of these different levels and all of these different ways that Israel had experienced God up to that point come together in this psalm. In all of these realms, on all of these levels, there is God. There is a river. There is a refuge and a place of strength to go to and to find what you need to keep moving forward. Psalm goes on and says, Come behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. Now this is, these are words that educated people like ourselves usually don't like. We don't like when the scripture talks about desolations that God is bringing on the earth. I don't like it either. <laughs> but when you keep reading, it's interesting because it's almost, there's not a colon there, but it almost, I read it as a colon. It says, God makes wars cease to the end of the earth. God breaks the bow and shatters the spear. God burns the shields with fire. So the desolations that are being talked about are less about desolation and ruination and more about disarmament. God makes wars to cease, breaks the bow, and shatters the spear. And isn't this so often where we find God? God taking the steam out of our fury. God inviting us to lay down our weapons, whatever they may be. God inviting us into the way of nonviolence that we see in Jesus Christ. And then we move on to the psalm, to these words that so many of us know. Be still and know that I am God. Now I'm used to hearing those words in really beautiful, melodic songs and in in meditations, but as I was doing some research this week, one commentator uh, suggested that this be still and know that I'm God, God is more like talking to a toddler and saying, sit still and be quiet, <laughs> which I kind of liked. <laughs> so I'm wondering, where are you storming? Where are you spinning? Just yesterday, my husband and I took a walk, and I kept spinning on one thing the entire time, and he reminded me you could be spinning on this forever and ever and not actually know what's going on in those places. 
be still. Be still. And know that I am God. This uh, psalm is what we, um, was the basis for a hymn that many of us are familiar with, um, that great hymn of Martin Luther, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. Now, I don't know how you grew up singing that hymn, but how I grew up singing it was with a big organ and, you know, very, very forceful. A mighty fortress is our God. And yet... Historians tell us that actually this is a dance tune. And Luther probably sang it with a lute. <laughs> so it's more like, A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Which is a whole different feel, right? This invitation to, to playfulness rather than arm, arming ourselves. This, this invitation to dance to lightness of being, to being still, to knowing that there is a river that is there with us. And on this Christ the King Sunday, on this last Sunday before Advent, we hear these words, the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. And don't you hear some echoes of the song we'll sing next Sunday, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, the God who is with us. Christ is king. Christ is king, not as the destroyer or as the conqueror, but as the great disarmer. In 1925, Pope Pius XI created this day in the liturgical calendar. This is things you can do when you're Pope. You can just decide a day is going to be in the liturgical calendar. Created this day in 1925, which I did not know until yesterday, as a criticism of Mussolini. To remind Christians in Italy and throughout the world that uh, the Prince of Peace is the true king. And so as we come to this day, and whatever storms are in your life, whatever weapons you feel like you are taking up or being taken up against you, can you be playful enough to dance? Can you allow God to disarm you? Can you find that space of stillness Maybe it's as you look at the news. Maybe it's in your own personal life. Maybe it will be at the Thanksgiving table this week to remember there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. And when we find that refuge space in ourselves, then we can open that space for others. Then we can be the refuge that others need. There is a river that makes glad the city of God. Amen.